All right, welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook, where we get you becoming a professional pilot faster and cheaper. That's our whole mission here. I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. And uh, we've got a uh, one of our viewers responded to us, uh, or responded, sent in a question for us. And actually, this is one of the... the uh, this guy, Jack. Yep. Jack, Jack sent us a audio question. This is awesome, actually. If... Um, some of you out there that have questions for us, take a cue from Jack here. Uh, he sent in this audio and it sounds really professional even. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you guys know how to do this, I don't even know. Yeah. So, well, there's a, there actually there's a plugin for Gmail you can get and you can use your computer's mic and, and, uh, send audio emails. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys know how to do this, send your questions in this way. We love it. And we'll play them, uh, almost any audio question you send and we'll play on the podcast. Yeah. But Jack's question is not only is it formulated really cool in this audio v- format, but he, uh, it's, it's a superb question. It's yeah. actually, it's actually a episode, uh, that we were going to do on the podcast anyway. It was on our list of stuff to, uh, to do. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we'll go ahead and play the, play the uh, question right now for you. Okay. Hey guys, I hope you're doing well. My name's Jack and I just wanted to reach out with a quick question, but first I wanted to say, I uh, thank you guys so much for, um, releasing the podcast that you guys release and giving out all of the uh, wisdom and knowledge that you guys have accumulated over your guys' careers as uh, airline pilots. You're and, welcome, Jack. Um, it's really <laughs> insightful for someone like myself who has about 20 hours uh, underneath my belt, uh, you know, going through my private pilot training uh, currently and, and wanting, uh, you know, and aspiring to be that uh, or to be, you know, in the left seat of that uh, corporate jet or airline um, you know, position. So uh, I, I thank you guys for that. Uh, my quick, my question is about um, kind of the process or getting up to that certain point though. And uh, I'm sure a lot of your viewers are kind of in the same stage that I'm in right now. So as I mentioned, I'm going through my private pilot and um, kind of, you know, the, the next steps to that are obviously instrumented to getting some more ratings, but then to build hours is CFI. And, um, I, for some reason, just don't see myself being a CFI. Um, Me personally, how I look at it is I would rather, um, you know, if I could get a job somewhere uh, flying um, cargo or flying, you know, survey or aerial survey or banner tow or something like that to where I can just build my hours kind of quickly from that um, and fly, you know, different types of aircrafts and stuff like that. That just seems more appealing to me than, um, you know, just instructing and teaching and flying the same aircraft over and over and over until I get those minimum requirements. I just want to get your guys' take on this, though, to see if, um, you know, that's a good path or would you guys recommend, uh, based on what the airlines want, um, you know, both the corporate world wants and what, uh, what the major airlines want, do they want to see a CFI? And am I going to be shooting myself in the foot, so to speak? Um, for, you know, not wanting to go that CFI route? Or do you think it doesn't really matter uh, what route I take just as so long as I build my hours um, just because the industry is kind of where it's at right now? So that's my question. Uh, If you guys, you know, can respond to me either in the podcast or, uh, you know, via email or something like that, then I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. All right. That guy sounds like a DJ, man. What yeah, a great I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, great question. And uh, there's there's a couple things to unpack there. Um, but just all out blunt answer, uh, Jack. No, 
not being or not being a CFI is not going to harm your chances of getting in in the regionals, especially in this environment. But I don't think it would in any environment. Um, it's yeah. just not. Yeah. Well, I mean, to 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 uh, to further reinforce your point, I mean, we could talk about the trans states thing that just happened this last week. Right. I mean, uh, this is a known thing in the industry. Trans States Airlines, which is a regional jet operator, has been around for quite a while. I mean, it's uh, twenty years maybe or something. Yeah, flying fifty seat regional jets. Uh, where are they based out of? Do you know? Saint Louis uh, up north, like I yeah. thought. Okay. Well, maybe to St. Louis, actually. So, yeah, yeah. Something. But they do. You know, they do stuff for regional carrier stuff for some of the majors. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can Google this operator, Trans States. Uh, they're the first one to to officially announce that uh closing the doors. close the doors due to the pilot shortage they just can't they can't the current labor environment is too uh expensive and uh it's too hard to retain talent uh they they have a captain shortage the captains right. are leaving they can't upgrade their existing first officers fast enough and they can't make a much is not enough money with the planes they have on hand, so they're just scaling back and dismantling the company. Sure, and it's you know some of you may be watching this say, well, there's got to be enough. Well, it's it's not just the the regionals that are getting the pilots. They have you know some stuff going on for them. They're they're throwing these bonuses out. I just got another postcard in the mail this week. Um, if you're a qualified captain, somebody could be hired and go right in the left seat. It's like ninety grand with all the bonuses, uh, the flow through programs. You know, you get on with some of these regionals, and then boom, one day you're flying an RJ, the next day you're in a seven thirty seven because all of the company manuals, the company policies, the flows, the entire workings are meant. There's no interview, there's no selection process. It's a flow through, and there's more than one of these regional carriers that are doing this. So when you got a trans states out there that is just like a contract regional to these majors, it doesn't have the cash to be throwing out bonuses. Right. This is going to happen. And they're, they're not the first ones to, I mean, they are the first ones to go out of business, you know, in a, an established existing, whatever. But uh, just last year, the year before there was a regional company out West that was trying to start up and they had leases on so many RJs and they were trying to become a trans States basically. And they never even got off the ground. Hmm. As soon as they started trying to acquire pilots, they realized they were, they were in trouble and and they shut it down before it would even existed. So in this environment, absolutely no questions asked. Maybe 20 years ago, there, I could have scratched my head on it a little bit and said, well, you know, I, I yeah, it, I, I think it is a little bit better to do the instructor route because, you know, they say you really don't learn until you teach. I've and, said that for years. Yeah. I, and it is an excellent thing to do. And I was, I was one of those, I was kind of you know, on the fence of whether I wanted to do it kind of like him. And this is what I would say to him if he was here. Um, um, but once I started actually instructing, cause I had to, there was none of these other jobs sure, available. Sure. I, I realized that I really liked it. Uh, and, and you make a lot of friends that way, you, you know, some of my students now are all connected throughout the industry. I mean, it's it's a it is a wonderful thing. Now, though, there is a drawback to to instructing. You're not really operating an airplane in the manner that you would be when you're flying 
for uh, uh, the next flying job that you would get, which would be, you know, corporate charter prop, jet flying, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're not operating, I guess, what do you say, in the system where you're sure. you're picking up IFR clearances and you're flying passengers from point A to point B and, you know, dealing with new airports and all that stuff. All you're right. doing is you're, you're going up and doing training and then you're going back and landing at the airport you took off on. So there's definite benefits to some of these other uh, jobs too. It's just a lot of those hours are you sitting in cruise mm, right you know looking at at the banners or whatever or whatever yeah where in a uh, in an instruction environment you're working all day teaching people things and learning and i would argue that you could actually unless you're at one of those high-end hoagie outfit uh flight schools where you're flying six eight hours a day uh that you're having to turn down students because you're already too booked uh you could probably um, I don't remember if you said where you were located, but you could probably acquire hours faster uh, with one of these low time pilot jobs. And what are these low time pilot jobs? The biggest one and the one that I just saw something in one of the Facebook groups they're needing pilots is the pipeline stuff. Oh, yeah. Now, one of the catches to the pipeline thing is most of these places are out of Texas. You might have to move to Texas. Right. Uh, that isn't always true. But uh, we have pipelines running all over the country. Yeah. But uh, these pipeline guys sit in an airplane all day long, fly back and forth across the country, uh, low level, looking at, you know, the, the clear cut areas where the pipes are under and, and looking for, they have certain things they, they look for, uh, for leaks or somebody digging or doing construction on the property or something. But uh, those jobs, you can acquire a lot of time really fast and you're getting paid Probably better than a flight instructor in most cases. Right. Um, what else is there? Uh, banner towing. Banner towing. That's uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta like um, sunshine and beaches and stuff. If yeah, you yeah. Job. You know, I like. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I had a, a buddy that used to banner tow. He knows too. We'll uh, will remain nameless at this point. But he has a, a very successful job now flying. But he he used to tell me that uh yeah he used to banner tow in Fort Lauderdale and he'd uh, he he'd take off and he said he would uh it, he would lean his seat all the way back and he would take a big large pizza and he put it on the passenger seat because no one was there and a two liter and he'd just fly up and down the beach and drink pop and eat slices of pizza. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, the banner towing. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he's in and out, he getting time and, yeah. and living in paradise while he's doing it. Uh, there's always flying skydivers. That's mm. that's hit or miss, though, um, yeah. I would say, compared to banner towing or the pipeline. Um, there is, uh, what else we got? Aerial survey. The survey people. Those companies are everywhere. Um, you know, I think some people think that, you know, all these maps and stuff we have for navigate, you know, on our phones or where we're driving, whatever, that that's all satellite. It's not true. The, the, like Google has, they, they contracted out, but there, there's an air force, a whole air force of these light, uh, these single engine airplanes flying all over the country, uh, mapping stuff. And, uh, you might be thinking, well, I know, but once they get it all mapped, it's done. No, no, it's constantly changing. Things are building, things yeah. are whatever. So they got to, they do one section of the country, then they move over to this section. By the time they get the whole thing done, they got to start over again. Yeah. So that stuff is, is happening constantly. And there's even some bigger uh, jobs in that realm. Also, I was down in Florida and I saw several twins sitting on the ramp that had the camera systems and, mm. and all that uh, modified stuff on them. And yeah. I think they're doing like, 
you know, maybe some of the islands and stuff, maybe offshore stuff. So they got the twin, you know, as a safety and extra engine or something. I don't know. I, I actually, I don't know what they're doing. They might've been doing government contract stuff, looking yeah. for drugs or something that there's a lot of that too. Um, so there is, there's plenty of work out there for pilots that does not involve flight instructing. Right. Is traffic watch even a thing now or now that the yeah. technology kind of got, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. It used to be in Cincinnati. There was always a traffic, you know, yeah, guy flying, flying around. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anyone really does that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen, uh, a Learjet before, like a, a Lear 35 highly modified with uh, cameras on it. And they told me it was Google stuff. I don't know. Huh, say, maybe yeah. like higher altitude stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing so much stuff with that aerial mapping. I mean, it's all over. Um, and it's not necessarily Google. You wouldn't go to Google's, you know, Google just contracts it out. They're not air. They don't own any aircraft or anything like that. Um, they're just paying other companies that already expertise in this. Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned Jack in your, your question about flying freight. So I actually have a lot of experience in this realm, yeah. the freight operators. And I, I spent, uh, four or five years flying single pilot freight in, uh, multiple aircrafts, Cessna 210, uh, Baron, uh, the 206 caravan, uh, a mm, lot of time in the caravan. Plane. Yeah. The big, the big turbine. Yeah. And that was, that was all DHL, UPS, FedEx contract stuff. Um, you know, so we're going into those big hubs and whatever. It was great experience, a lot of time, but those are all 135 jobs. Those are, that's a different animal. And yeah, that's and, a, a second job. Right. You know. And, and back, back in that time, that was one of the stepping stones. That was like what you did after you flight instructed to get enough time because everything was so competitive to get to the airlines. Um, because in, you need like 1200 hours to get one of those jobs is usually their minimums, anywhere from a thousand, 1200, somewhere in there. So by that point, you're so close to your 1500 hours to get on with the airlines. It's almost not worth messing with. If you're out there flying pipeline already flying 80, 90 hours a month. Um, it, it's totally not worth messing with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're, those jobs used to be pretty difficult to get, but not, not anymore. <laughs> right. How long right. did you do? A couple of years? Uh, I flew, I think I flew that caravan alone for three or four years. Mm -hmm. And then I did that. It was Flight Express, which I don't even think exists anymore. The 210s and the Baron. We flew checks back then. Oh, man. Yeah, I've done a little of that with people. But uh, what, what a, a great experience, though, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're out there. You're a low-time pilot. Fairly low time, um, it, it, flying every day. You know, the freight, the boxes move every day while everybody's sleeping in the middle of the night. Um, all the freight's flying around and it, it's single pilot at night, no matter what the weather is, because it's every day. <laughs> well, except, you know, well, you still get Saturday, Sunday, whatever. I had an old captain tell me one time, old gruff captain, he's like, Mike, I could write a whole book about everything that I saw and did flying single pilot night freight. And he goes, you'd read it and say, that's a damn lie. Right. I think, <laughs> actually, I think I told you that. <laughs> I, I've said that for years. If I really sat and told some of the stories I have from flying freight and the things that um, we would do in airplanes or that I did personally as a pilot or this is being recorded now. Yeah, I know. And, and going on the internet, you would think that I was making it up. You would, yeah. th you would think that I was lying, but no, it's just, uh, you know, luckily, fortunately my bag of luck didn't, uh, 
it didn't didn't deplenish before my bag of experience filled up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I hear you. <laughs> But um, yeah, Jack, I hope that answered your question. Keep plugging away. That's great to hear uh, that you're working, chugging along. And um, oh, you know, we should probably mention, throw a throw a, a, a plug in. Oh, yeah, for our course. <laughs> yeah, the course. You know, th- this type of thing that we're talking about is covered, you know, extensively in, in the actual paid course, the ProPilot Playbook. Right. Um, it, it, the same name as the podcast. You got ProPilot Playbook propilotplaybook.com and uh, check it out. You know, it's not only a subject like this, but it's starting at the beginning. Somebody who hasn't even driven to the airport yet all the way through to covering, you know, how to submit your resumes and your application to the airlines, how to handle the interview, or or if you're wanting to go the corporate route, um, you know, how to, how to handle that stuff. And we provide the exact career progression that you should to take to save you money and time yep. significant amounts of money and time yep and it's hours and hours of content of uh of all this stuff and and uh, i think any aspiring pilot will find it tremendously good advice from practical people uh that have actually made it in the business not people that uh teach people that haven't made it themselves so yeah. it's an excellent course it's got a money back guarantee um i don't think we've had a single return no on, no on no i mean we yeah. it's 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 yeah. i don't know it's it's really cool to it, uh be helping people and yep. and seeing uh folks give them a little direction and uh, yeah 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 so check it out propilotplaybook.com all right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Jack, good luck to you. Good luck. And uh, keep the questions flowing in. You guys got a question like Jack? You don't have to do the fancy audio thing. Send us we an love e- it, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Send us an email at uh, podcast at propilotplaybook.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.